what I this is what I realized as I was watching the hearings there were a couple of terms that continued to come up one of the term was patriots patriotic patriotic that is you're adhering to the strict letter of the Constitution you're going to abide by the Constitution of the United States. If you do not abide by the Constitution of the United States, then you are pretty much deemed a traitor. You know, it's like kind of like Paul Revere, right? You're, you're deemed a traitor. You know, you're betraying the nation. You're betraying. That's one of them that came up. One of the other things that I began to understand as never before is the place that America holds when it comes to world affairs. Now, I knew America was a great nation, but it really came out in the impeachment hearings as as you were as I listened to these these civil servants, as I was listening to the ambassadors talking, as I was listening to the various people that were talking about the American influence and and the way that so many other nations are looking to America for direction and so many other nations are, you know, they're looking to America for direction so many other nations they're looking for america for aid they're looking for america why because in the eyes of much of the world america is the beacon of light america is the city set on a hill it should be america that is setting the agenda it should be america who is demonstrating to the world the value what human rights are all about it is america that should be the forerunner of ethics it's america who should be the forerunner when it comes to to dealing with ethnic crisis dealing with economic variance it should be america after all america is a christian nation this is in the eyes of the world this is what america projects but remember in revelation chapter 13 this lamb-like beast that comes up with the two horns it looks it has two horns like a lamb but when it opens its mouth it speaks like a dragon how does the dragon speak the dragon speaks when civil and religious power join themselves as it did in Rome and the church seizes the power of the civil government to execute its agenda. I hope 
y'all are listening to me. Do you understand that America is experiencing a crisis moment right now? It is a crisis moment that is a moment that we will not return from. Y'all stay, y'all stay with me now. It is a crisis moment that we will not return from. Regardless of the outcomes. Hear me, now hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. Mm. Regardless of the outcome of the impeachment hearings. Regardless of the outcomes of the elections of 2020. America is crumbling from the inside out. America is crumbling from the inside out. Do you understand? America is falling in the same way that Rome fell. Rome was not conquered by another nation. Rome fell due to the corruption on the inside. It fell. It also fell because it was its prophetic time to fall. Remember, it's God that sets up kings and sets them down. It's God that raises up nation and sets them down. America is about to enter into a stage of prophetic time. Hear me, beloved, where it's going to become a shock to many people. Many people are going to be shocked. Others, it's no big surprise. <laughs> okay? Because for, for, for some groups, all right, can I just talk right now? For some groups, nothing surprises them when it comes to America. The injustice, it's not surprising. The, the, the bias, the outright hatred, the outright, you name it. Nothing surprises some groups of people because they've seen America through a different lens. They've seen America through a different experience, right? And many people, when you try to share it, I can speak this for myself, and many people, when you try to share the things, people don't want to hear it because they assume that you're saying something that you're not saying. But when you, when, when I asked the question last night, when God says speak, what do you do? You speak. When, when God says it's time now to release this, this prophetic word about what's really happening in America, what can you do other than to release the prophetic word? Folk, as I said before, I'm not, I'm not pro-Trump. I'm not anti-Trump. I'm not pro-Democrat. I'm not pro-Republican. I'm not pro-independent. I'm pro-kingdom. But what I see happening and unfolding in this nation is its prophetic destiny. It's prophetic destiny. America was raised up by God to serve as a bastion to protect the people of God. Revelation chapter 12. But it takes a very sharp turn in Revelation chapter 13. Now I want to read something. And this really, this is what actually caused me to come on tonight because I wasn't going to come on. I was going to do some more studying. There's an individual who I never really felt real good about. And I said to myself, <laughs> I said to myself, let me read up on this brother. His name is William Barr. William Barr, 
for those who might not know, is the Attorney General of the United States. Now, if you understand what the attorney, the position of the Attorney Attorney General, he is the top cop <laughs> in America. Y'all stay with me. He's the top cop in America. I want to read something. Attorney generals, this is, I'm reading this from The Guardian, and it's an article written Sunday, October 20th, 2019. That's last month. Now, I never even checked, I never even read anything on this guy, right? I just knew something was off about him, right? And I want to read this. Y'all stay with me. Then I'm going to be done. Just about. Prominent liberal Catholics have warned the U.S. Attorney General's devout Catholic faith poses a threat to the separation of church and state. Let me read it again. Let, let me read it again because I don't think you heard me. This is the Attorney General William Barr. Now, if you've been watching any of his movements recently, and if 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 you're kind of wondering why he takes some of the positions that he does, and why he's silent about certain things, and and while he why he seems to be maneuvering the way he is, this article is going to bring some things out that might cause a light bulb to go off. Prominent liberal Catholics have warned. That the Attorney General's devout Catholic faith. What faith did I just say? Catholic faith. Do you understand how the the Catholic Church, now I'm not talking about the people, I'm talking about the system. But do you understand how the Catholic Church has infiltrated America? You know, America, think about this. America, <laughs> America is where, Amer listen to me, beloved. America is where Protestants flee to get away, <laughs> okay, from papal from from papal control. You understand what I'm saying? America, America was established as a you know quote unquote Protestant America. That's what it was called, Protestant America, Protestant America. But do you realize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, the Jesuit order. But do you realize how it has that 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 agents, I'm going to use them agents, agents of the papacy have literally infiltrated America. It's infiltrated the government, it's infiltrated the courts, it's infiltrated the economics, it's infiltrated the educational system. What is going on? The deadly wound of the first beast is being healed. Y'all stay with me. Y'all stay with me. Y'all y'all stay with me. Protestant liberal Catholics and I hear and I hear somebody saying already, "Oh boy, you know, they already think, "Oh boy, he's a conspiracy theorist." No. No, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just prophetically aware. Now watch this. Prominent liberal Catholics have warned that the US Attorney General's devout Catholic faith poses a threat to the separation of church and state after William Barr delivered a fiery speech on religious freedom in which he warned that militant secularists were behind a campaign to destroy the traditional moral order. What traditional moral order is he talking about, though? 
See, see, you got to watch these terms. Now watch this. (laughs) This speech that he delivered at the Notre Dame Law School in which Barnes discussed his conservative faith and revealed, watch, how it affects his decision making as the nation's chief law enforcement officer has set off a fierce debate among Catholic intellectuals from across the political spectrum as well as among Catholics inside the Justice Department. What is he saying? Here is the Attorney General of the United States, educated, educated, brought up, educated, within the Catholic Church. Now, if you know anything about the Catholic Church, they don't change. The Catholic agenda has not changed. The Pope's agenda has not changed. The papal agenda has not changed. It has not changed. It has not changed. It's still the whore of Babylon. All right. I'm just saying. Now, watch this. Mm. Now, because it gets deeper, it gets deeper. Now, watch this. He says this. C. Colt Anderson, who is a Roman Catholic theologian and professor of religion at Jesuit run Fordham University. If you want to do some interesting study, read up on the Jesuit order. Let me tell you who the Jesuits were. During the Reformation, when the Reformation took place with Luther and Tyndale and a lot of the reformers, what they did is they set up an order called the Jesuits. The Jesuits were charged by the Pope, all right, to bring back all of the church's wayward children. Who are the church's wayward children? The church's wayward children, according to the papacy, are all of the Protestant denominations. It's everyone who have embraced Protestantism versus Catholicism. And so they refer to this day to Protestants as wayward children. And the Jesuits were instituted to go out and infiltrate every religious, political, education, and economic system in the world to establish, to reestablish the power of the papacy. There's a reason that this pope has the popularity he does. He is the first Jesuit pope. Y'all been listen, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. So he says now, this Jesuit theologian said in an interview that he was unaware until this week that Barr was a fellow Catholic. Do y'all hear this? (laughs) Do y'all hear this? This is C. Colt Anderson. He is a Roman Catholic theologian and professor of religion at Jesuit-run Fordham University. And he said in an interview that he was unaware until this week that Barr was even a Catholic. That's what you call a serpent. That, that, that's what you call moving undercover. That's what you call a covert operation that that's how that's how they have moved covertly into the government into places of power into places where the laws are made do you realize how many of our supreme court judges are just like bar they were trained in jesuit institutions and they're sitting on the top levels 
in this nation. And we're running around trying to prophesy about houses, cars, and land. This is what's really going on. This is what's really going on, all right? If we really want to know how the enemy is moving, this is where it's moving. All you got, just Google them. <laughs> just Google them. Yeah, just Google Supreme Court judges faith, and you'll see the list. Google Supreme, Google Supreme Court judges faith, right? Google the faith of the Congress. You'd be surprised how many of our congressmen and senators are also involved in this. And what are these? These are, listen, beloved, these are the governmental lawmakers in this nation who will enforce the law. Are you understand what I'm saying? They will enforce the law. What is going to happen to those of us who refuse to submit to what they established as law? Y'all ain't listening to me. Y'all ain't listening to me. What's going to happen? We're going to see we're, we're going to see Revelation 13 really begin to kick in. People keep wanting to know what is the image of the beast? What is the image of the beast? What is the image of the beast? It is a remaking of what we witness within the political power and church of Rome, where we are going to see the church, quote unquote, joining arms with civil power to enforce its doctrines and its belief and anyone who doesn't go along with that doesn't receive the mark of the beast in the forehead the mark of the beast in the forehead has to do with your knowledge that's what it has to do with it's not a chip they may use a chip to track you but it has to do with your knowledge. Who has informed your understanding of God? Who has informed who you will worship? Who has informed your faith? Is it the image of Christ, Jesus, or is it the image of the beast? Is it the, the Antichrist system? Uh, Y'all stay with me. He says, now, after reading Barr's speech, in which he reveals his devotion to an especially conservative branch of Catholicism, they say it is a threat to American democracy. What are we talking about a threat to American democracy? We're talking about threatening the separations of church and state. So the lines between church and state are beginning to blur. Now, I'm going to make a statement here. Don't take it the wrong way. The lines between the separation of church and state are beginning to blur. The, the Where you can really begin to see this is when, do I want to say this? Yes, I do. When you really look at the far right extreme wings of evangelical Christianity, do you know what their mantra actually is? It's not Jesus, it's patriotism. Stay with me because this is an um this is a Christian nation in their mind. I'm saying this is what they believe. This is a Christian nation. So Muslims have no rights here. Right? N not only is it a Christian nation, it's a Christian nation according to what we determine Christianity is. This is why many of you, especially those of you who are female, who God has blessed, who God has anointed, God is raising up as prophetic voices, God is raising up as teachers, God is using you in ministry, and, and, and that, that same spirit 
comes after to try to say, well, women can't do this. Women can't preach. Women can't do this. Women can't do that. What is that? That's that far right extreme notion of what Christianity is all about, which is why they even say men. This, this is what the priest thing gets into. If you're going to be a priest, you can't marry. Show me that in the Bible. If you really want to be committed and dedicated to God and you're a woman, what do you have to be? You got to be a nun. You got to, you, you, you know, you just got to sit around the world and, and, and enjoy none of what the world has to offer. <laughs> no pun intended, right? Y'all follow what I'm saying? So they have these rigid separations and it's based on not the scripture. It's based on the doctrine and the traditions that have come out of the Roman Catholic Church. I'm trying to sound an alarm in a very nice way is what I'm doing. I'm trying to sound an alarm in a very <laughs> nice way. But what I'm saying is this. Our political systems have been infiltrated. Our educational systems have been infiltrated. Protestant Christianity has been infiltrated. Our theology has been infiltrated. Our belief has been infiltrated. So many times when you start hearing people talking about the, the, the founding fathers, not the founding fathers, but the church fathers. Listen, beloved, it was the church fathers in the third, fourth, fifth century that led the church into apostasy. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? That's what led the church into apostasy. That was the falling away prophesied by the apostle Paul. See, this is all of the stuff that people think is too boring. You know, not everybody, but not y'all, right? Y'all enjoy this stuff. But this is the stuff that a lot of people, they just find it boring. I don't, I don't need to know about all of that. I just need to know how to get a miracle. I just need to know how to get a healing. I just need to know how to get a breakthrough. Now, remember something, Revelation 13. What is the enemy going to use to deceive the masses of people? He's going to use... He's going to deceive by the means of those miracles which he was granted the authority to do in the sight of the beast. So signs, wonders, and miracles will play very prominent in that Babylonian system in the end times. And this is why there is this surge nowadays to focus everybody's attention on signs, wonders, and miracles regardless of how off the teaching is. See, we don't need the Bible. Because we get direct revelation from God. It's a trick of the enemy. It's a trick of the enemy. It's a trick of the enemy. Now watch this. Now, he says this. He described his speech, this speech from Barr, as a dog whistle. Y'all know what a dog whistle is, right? That's when you start using certain words and the people that you're talking to, they understand what you're saying. It's like code, right? You know, this is what some people do if they want to talk about certain groups of people. They speak in code, right? Right, exactly. They speak in code. Well, this is what Barb was doing. It was a dog whistle. Now, watch this. Now, watch this. Watch this now. It was a dog whistle to ultra-conservative Catholics who, he says, have aligned themselves to Donald Trump in a campaign to limit the rights of LGBTQ Americans. I'm not pro-LGBTQ. I'm just reading what the article says, all right? Hmm. LGBTQ Americans, immigrants, 
and non-Christians, especially Muslims, and to criminalize almost all abortions. The Attorney General is taking positions that are essentially undemocratic because they demolish the wall between church and state. Are you are you hearing what I'm saying? Listen, folks. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. I didn't even know nothing about this article. I had no idea about this speech. I'm serious. I was already planning to come on, right? Y'all know that. I talked about it last night. Wasn't even planning to come on. And I was sitting there and something just said, look up William Barr's faith. And bam, that's when I hit this article. There is this underlying thing that's taking place in America right now to blur the line between the separation of church and state. But it's coming in under the guise, watch, of conservative Christianity. But conservative Christianity by these that are pushing this agenda is not Christianity. It's a return back to Catholicism. Stay with me now. Stay with me. Now, there's another statement here. Here we go. In the hallways of the Justice Department in Washington, there has been a similar furor among some Catholic employees who answered to bar. I was shocked by the speech and all this fire and brimstone, said a senior department career official who considers himself a devout Catholic, speaking on condition that he not be identified for fear of losing his job. At least, now watch this, at least it helps me understand. Mm, mm, mm. At least it helps me understand why Barr has been so willing to put his own reputation on the line to defend Trump so fiercely in every battle, beginning with the congressional investigation that is likely to end in the president's impeachment. He said, now listen to this. He said, Trump is Barr's imperfect vessel in serving a much higher cause, the gospel. Now, as I said before, I am not speaking pro-Trump, anti-Trump, make America great. That is not even in my conversation. I'm looking at something on a much higher level. <laughs> Y'all understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about something at a much higher level, right? Yes, it all ties into the 2300-day prophecy of Daniel 8.14, absolutely. So y'all understand what's going on here? Barr is, in essence, using Trump to serve a higher cause because as long as he can keep Trump in there, Barr can continue to maneuver and do what everything that he's doing to set the stage for what comes next. Y'all stay with me. In this speech delivered to an invitation only crowd at Notre Dame, one of the largest and best known Catholic university, <coughs> the attorney general describes threats to religious freedom. He insisted that the Judeo Christian moral system of the United States is under siege by modern secularists who were responsible for every sort of social, 
pathology, including drug abuse, rising suicide rates, and legitimacy. Barr did not address the fact. I'm going to say this and I'm going to be done. I'm going to jump back into Revelation. All right. Barr did not address the fact that many of the policies of the Trump administration are strongly opposed by the Vatican. Pope Francis has repeatedly pledged for the United States to open its doors to more refugees, even as Barr has defended policies that turn away or imprison immigrants seeking refugee status at the U.S.-Mexico border, even separating parents from their children. Now, here's something to think about. Here you have the top law guy in America pushing an agenda for the Pope because that's what he's doing but then they're saying well the Pope is opposed to many of the laws and the policies that the American government is pushing it's a smoke screen hear me it's a smoke screen because what will end up happening and I'm, I'm going to say this. What's going to end up happening? I don't know if it's going to be with Trump or I don't know if it's going to be with the next president. But what's going to end up happening is you are going to see more of a dialogue beginning to take place between the Vatican and America. It's already started when he came and spoke to the United Nations and then he spoke to a joint session of Congress. Since when does a religious leader speak to a joint session of Congress in America? Well, when you understand that most of, many of our congressmen and congresswomen are Catholic, you can understand what's taking place. It's a smokescreen because what is being set up is the creation and the development of this so-called mark of the beast which is going to be nothing more than a resurgence of a merging of church and state and that's why the lines are being blurred and this is why hey marlene and this is why everything now runs along the line of patriotism runs along the lines of nationalism it runs along those lines everything now has the tinge or at least it has the sound of of human rights and civil rights and we're talking human rights and civil rights when we go outside of america where in america civil rights don't even exist anymore human rights do not exist for many people are, are, are you listening to me? But we have the appearance of this going on. And so as America begins to rise and America gets its footing again, so-called, it will cause the world and those that worship to understand the value. Hear me, hear me. It's going to come across as values to understand the values of the gospel, not the Jesus of the Gospels, but the values of the Gospel. And in that way, in that way, verse 15, verse 15, he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast, 
beasts should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead, that no man might buy or sell, save, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. For those who will not conform to these laws, these principles, and they will come across sounding very religious. Remember, that's why I started reading about Roger Williams, the first Baptist, <laughs> the separatist who stated in 1636 and 1638 that civil magistrates should have absolutely no say when it comes to things dealing with the first four of the commandments of God. When it comes to how a person worships, the state has no say. When it comes to how a, a, a person, how, when, why, where, and who, for that fact, a person worships, the government has should have no say in that. Folk, it simply starts with the Muslims. Now, y'all hear me. Y'all hear what I'm saying. Please hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. It starts with the Muslims. But then people say, well, we're a Christian nation. Wait, no, we're not a Christian nation. <laughs> we're a nation, all right? But it starts with the Muslims. So first we, we deny Muslims the right to worship, right? They're first. Then we deny the Buddhists. Then we deny the, the, the Confucianists. Then we deny the higher Krishnas. Then, then we begin and we just whittle our way down. But what happens, beloved, when it comes down to your faith community? Because you will not conform to what the state deems as appropriate religion. It's the time.